It's spooky season once again, and time for another Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Halloween Spooktacular. Did you know that rock and roll has a plethora of real-life horror stories? For instance, there's a strange connection between Charles Manson, no relation to Marilyn Manson, and the Beach Boys. Mama Cass has been haunting the uh, apartment that was once owned by Beverly D'Angelo and Dan Aykroyd. Graham Parsons' body was stolen and burned. Crazy stuff, right? And there's many more from the uncanny to the downright deadly. So on this week's Ludini Rock and Roll Circus podcast, we're going to tell you some of the creepiest rock and roll horror stories that will get you in the mood for all Hallow's Eve. Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Moms and dads, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. And we welcome you to another annual Ludini Rock and Roll Circus Spooktacular. We are Halloween fans and horror fans here big time at the circus. Um... So we enjoy this Halloween thing. This don't is we, my guys? Christmas. Who? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so LudiniRockandRollCircus.com is our website. Uh, check often for all kind of updates. You can. There's all kind of cool stuff there. By the way, guys, I just realized there's like we like if you want to see our YouTube archive. Like, all the shows on YouTube are like, there's a link right there. You can watch all of them. You can jump around, pick whatever topics you like. It's just, like, really cool stuff there. It isn't just, you know, we'll check out our website and buy our shit, you know. There's fun stuff to do there. And also, if you want to go, like, if you're looking for, like, an app, well, like, you're, you know, you don't know if it's on this app or that app, all the links to exactly the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus on, like, like 30 different apps is all there, stuff like that. So, I'm going to turn down the spooky sounds just a little bit because you're distracting bit. me. Um, so, check it out at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com and LuLombardiMusic.com. Speaking of dot-coms, actually not dot-coms, this is dot-online. Chris uh, Thunderwolf Dotson and company do amazing guitar custom paintings on uh, custom painting of guitars, custom finishes on guitars, and various other musical instruments. Uh, it's called wolfscustoms.online. And no sense in getting on stage with the same boring looking guitar that this, the, the last five bands did. No, no, no. You can get up there and you can have a, you know, awesome looking instrument and you know they take very good care uh, of of you. you you send the thing out there it comes back just just right they know what they're doing with musical instruments so you can trust them go to wolfscustoms.online tell them ludini sent you want to give a shout out to rock rage radio we love rock rage radio um they carry the podcast every week and we are very grateful for it and it's like just a great place to hear Tons of great music, 24-7, absolutely free. It's an app, rockrageradio.com. Download the app, and then just, you know, you have one of those mobile things in your pocket. You can just be rocking out, and uh, it doesn't cost you a damn thing. And you get to also hear 
There's also other great programming like <laughs> Hot, Hot Licks. Licks with Lily Six. On Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, I actually do have an interview this week with um, Dave Incognito of Incognito Theory out of Jersey. So good stuff. We have a new album out. That's very nice. Ooh. That's very cool. Um, yeah. yeah, Lily does interviews in the whole whole shooting match. We are going to be doing some interviews coming up soon as well, so stay tuned for that. What what I want to do is say, because people are like, like, will you interview me? And what I want them to do is I want them to come on and just hang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can interview them like in the process and people can get to see like what cool people they are and how funny they are right. and everything like that yes. as opposed to just like, you know, well, tell me how you started to learn to play guitar or whatever, you know. <laughs> I find that they just tell me that anyway. I don't even have to ask. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, like, all that stuff comes up. Anytime we've ever done that, the, we've always got around to the person's bio and what they were doing and promoting him and everything. And they just hang out, and it's a lot of fun. So um, uh, that's how I want to do them. So if you're listening and you're going, like, you know, I, you know, you know, I need to promote something. Am I my... Uh, my music or my film or my book or whatever, you know, hit me up, uh, you know, but that's how we want to do it. That's exactly how we want to do it. Um, so tonight's topic, did I take care of all the business? Mm-hmm. I think you got it all. Okay, I think yeah. we got it all. Uh, t- uh, tonight's topic, and happy Halloween, everybody. Tonight's topic is rock and roll horror stories. Yes. And I ran the post on a Facebook group this week, say, you know, say, you know, I say, hey, it's spooky season. Tell us rock and roll horror stories. And like, you guys are way too serious. <laughs> As they are. Bon Scott died <laughs> after a night of drinking. And <laughs> you know, nobody had like a kind of a fun, you know, I was like, you guys are like, you're completely, you know, they all had these like. I get where Jimmy they're coming Hendrix, from. Yeah, sure. All dead at the age of, you know, like, guys, calm down. It's not what I was talking about. Circus. <laughs> it's, it's like, a, I'm thinking like campfire stories. <laughs> All great suggestions, but... Yes, yes. <laughs> Nine! <laughs> but Lou says no. <laughs> so anyways, guys, oh it's super fun. We love it. Um, so, you know, you guys are great. And we do appreciate those of you in the inner circle. Um, and uh, like we said, Bill, I think Bill Diam- Diamiano, sorry. Oh, da- Damiano is, is, is watching. Anybody he else? Is. Michael Goltz is watching. Michael! Oh, Mike. Chris Thunderwolf. Chris. And no one else I can see. These are the people commenting. But yeah. there are watchers. <laughs> There's other watchers. Uh, guys, if you comment, we can see you. Um, also, if I don't shout out to you, it's only because Facebook's uh, uh, um, a thing that allows us to see comments is really kind of like they truncate them after so many. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so if we don't see or, or hear something that you say, we apologize. We do try to go back later and you know, give you likes and in responses and stuff like that. Okay, so rock and roll horror stories. And um, as always, there's no difference. And besides, this is Lily's Christmas. Yes, it is. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and let her kind of like take the lead here as, you know. <clears throat> and go ahead, Lil, give us a rock and roll horror story. And we're not... There's no particular order and there might be 10, there might be 20. Some of the some of the ones I have were like a paragraph. Uh-huh, you know, nothing uh-huh. giantly, uh-huh. you know, shocking. Yeah. But, so what do you got? So we're going to start it off with Little Motley Crue. Oh. Uh, Motley Crue has been known little for Little Motley Crue? Little. Is that like their kids <laughs> started a band? Their Little Motley Crue. They once were little. little people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, what, that's like a... I guess what gals, 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 exactly. <laughs> It's a midget tribute. <laughs> that would be great. my heart. They've been known for their sex, <laughs> drugs, and rock and roll, depicted mostly, most recently in The Dirt. Uh, 
But <laughs> some of their more haunting stories were not in the film. Um, they they included the death of Razzle. They included Nikki's diction, mixed disease, and all kinds of Vince's daughter dying. Nikki's mm. Nikki's diction. Yes, addiction. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> He's diction. Oh, Lord. In the book version of The Dirt uh, was a story told by Elektra Records representative Tom Zutelt. Um, what Tom tells us is that he was headed over to bassist Nikki Six's house because Nikki wanted to name the upcoming Motley Crue album Shout With the Devil, which Elektra Records was not happy about at all. They don't like all that weird cult shout shit. Shout with the devil. He's our friend. <laughs> hey, devil, shout with us. Yay! <laughs> and that's great rendition of that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Tom went over to have a conversation with Nikki, um, and he was living with Lita Ford at the time. Uh, during this period, Nikki was dabbling in black magic and reading up on the occult. And when Tom walked into the house, Lita and Nikki were huddled up on the couch together with a book of black magic on the table. Hot. Tom took a look around and noticed. Tom took a look around and noticed that Nikki had painted pentagrams and gothic artwork on the walls and floors. And yeah, Lita told do. Tom that she was sure. starting to get kind of freaked out mm. because yeah, different things. Me all freaked out, Because she's a chick, and most of them are scared. Uh, because different strange things were going on the around China the apartment. Is very scary. Isn't it? <laughs> anyway, she's she noticed cabinet doors opening on their own, strange sounds being heard, and things were flying around the apartment. Uh, Tom told Nikki, "You got to stop fooling around with this satanic black magic shit because." It's going to piss people off, and I'm not into all that. You shouldn't mess with it. Uh, so Tom left without having convinced Nikki he needed to change the name of the album, and two nights later he came back. Nikki and Lita again were huddled on the couch together, looking a lot paler and sicker than usual. Oh, no. uh, when Tom took a look around, he saw knives and forks had been lodged into the ceiling. I like the music with this one. Wow. <laughs> uh, Tom asked what was wrong, asked Lita what was wrong, and... Uh, he said, I tried to tell you stuff is just flying around here on its own. Alita said, it's stuff's flying around here on its own. And just then, a knife and a fork raised up off the table and thrust themselves into the ceiling above Tom. Um, at that, he freaked out and told Nikki, there's no more shout with the devil. If you keep shouting with the devil, you're going to get killed. Um, so Tom thought that Nikki had unknowingly tapped into something evil, but still he walked out of the house that night without being able to get Nikki to change the album name. However, Nikki did end up changing the album name to Shout at the Devil. Much better, just from an artistic yeah, fun. Yeah, exactly. Ironically, <laughs> when Motley Crue was criticized for the album title and song Shout at the Devil, Nikki simply said they were shouting at the devil, not with the devil, which oh. is what got him into trouble in the first place. So, I'm not laughing at you. Kind of some creepy <laughs> things seen you. by three people in the Motley Crue circle. Lily, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What would you call somebody who can't stop drinking, no matter what they do. An alcoholic? But what would you say about them? They were what? I don't know the answer to this. What would you say about them? I'm not going to do it. Lily, you're not playing. They're, they're, not what playing. are they? They are a, They are an a, what, a, what, what, what to alcohol? They are addicted. Addicted. They uh, were, are, they're addicted, right? Yes. You'd say they were addicted. <laughs> sure. Mm -hmm. And if somebody, like, all they did all day long was hair with was 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 heroin what would you say they were addicted what hit you just hit you in the face a dick, <laughs> a dick, dick. Ah! <laughs> i hate you wow. I'm such an ass wow sir and see since that was on film i could put it on tiktok that's a tiktok exactly thing. Oh, yes. around, like, oh, yeah. there's like 30 videos oh. of like Mm. Yes, I don't watch TikTok. Thank God. I love TikTok. <laughs> it just feel. I'm sorry. I know you guys are older. I just feel like I'm too old for it. It's too. <laughs> sorry. It's silly. It's, it's silly. Just silly. It's, it's just you silly. know what it is. It's silly. Luke. It's just really silly. It's very silly. I I watch all the cat videos and. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> well, that's silly. Because you have a kitty cat. Oh. <clears throat> 
does uh, Mr. Pittsburgh Kevin? Yes. Oh, by the way, Pittsburgh Kevin is here. Hey, everybody. Um, so, Pittsburgh Kevin. Yes. Yes, Lou. Tell me yeah. your ghost story. Here's my ghost story. Lou? You know, uh... Do you ever take a ghost shit? What? I've had two ghost shits Ooh. in the past week. Sometimes I'll go, Ooh. Does that count? If anybody knows what a ghost shit is, let me know in the comments. I don't think you still know what it is. I don't think so. But go ahead. That I can be our next contest. There's a band named Ghost Shit. Oh, my. <laughs> Yikes. Stop changing oh, your band's name. Tonight at the Palisade, Ghost Shit. They'll like it. <laughs> ghost Shit. Yes. They liked Fart Rape. Who didn't know that? <laughs> they liked How old are they? They loved it. They can't boys. wait. <laughs> I'm a grown ass These guys, man. Are, these guys are both like 20 years younger than me, and they're way more mature than I am. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't even yeah, know right. about that. Yeah. They're way more mature. Because after me. after a certain age, you just give up. You're like, mm, whatever. <clears throat> but go ahead, brother. Anyway, so Larry, uh, Lou, there. Uh, do you know uh, you know a guy by uh, name of Harry Nilsson? Nelson Schmilson. Exactly, right? For those of you who don't know, uh, uh, Harry was a singer-songwriter, 70s. Um, he had hits like uh, Everybody's Talking, Into the Fire, and of course the uh, the huge Without You. And I'm sure that... Uh, the, no, you're forgetting his greatest song. What's that? Lime and the Coconut. This is the greatest song he ever did. What's your, it says coconut here. I'm like, what's, a, what a, what's um, coconut? If you had that's who him. He is, there, there's a there's a um, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you guys. Uh, a great documentary. What's it called? Uh, who's Harry who, Nielsen? And, and, and why, why should he, I care? Why should I care? Yeah, yeah, if you haven't great. seen it, see it. Please it's find freaking it. Freaking great. But, go ahead. <clears throat> but I, I, I'm sure he was a nice guy. He's no longer with us. I'm sure, he's a nice guy. If you ask him for money, found a Jordan Sweetland. If, if you ask him for a, a buck or two, he'd probably give it to you. You know, kind of guy. You give him, give you the shirt off his back, Lou. You know, but Lou, <laughs> what the hell was that? That was his shirt. That was his shirt back. off his it's back. Into the toilet. <laughs> into the toilet. Ghost, ghost shirt. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very it's much. It's a Halloween party. But you know, Lou. Lou. And everyone's invited. Jesus Christ. Lou. I'm losing control. Yeah, Not of the podcast, but of myself. Please, please look <laughs> Here's off. Here's where it starts. This is off like, the like rails. This is like when Keith is on. And he won't <laughs> yeah, right, back. right. He can't, he can't get a word in. He's like on to something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Guy, guy, guy. I gotta tell you. Yeah. But you know what? A, a nice guy and everything. But uh, if you were a rock star... Oh. And you needed a place to stay. And you ask Harry if you could stay at his apartment. And he said, yes. Lou. Yes. You are going to die. Wow. <laughs> so, so, um, uh, 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 Harry had this apartment. Uh, and uh, he, he admitted that, like, when he first went to look at it, he had bad vibrations in the place, right? <laughs> Well, let me tell you something. And a farting machine. What the? <laughs> that was that was not bones. That was not bones. McGoo right there. Bones is he's, Bones is in the bathroom right now. He'll be out in a little bit. Well, let me tell you a little story here. Uh, uh, back in uh, July of 1974, remember Mama Cass? Mama, yeah. Mama's deposit. She needed a place to you know crash to, to to hang out and stuff. Well, Mama stayed at Harry's flat, his apartment. And guess what happened, Lou? She ate too many sandwiches. No, wow. that is that is Crumbage. false. But anyway, close. She died, Lou. She died. She didn't she die. Died. She died. In Harry. <laughs> that was her soul leaving her body. She died, Lou. She died in Larry. Larry. Larry Hilson's. 
in, in Larry, Larry, Hill, Larry Hilson's apartment. <laughs> Harry Nilsson's apartment. Larry Larry Haney's apartment. July 1974. Mama Cass passes away. Now that's pretty bad luck, there, Lou. Pretty bad luck. But you know what happened? <laughs> You're not gonna believe what happened. But wait, Lou. there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> oh my God. Why? I'm losing my mind. Why? You have lost your mind. I'm losing it. But go ahead. There's more. There's more. Now you think Don't after you that. Like to know more? Which, oh, the more you know. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Somebody got Somebody. a new sound effects machine. Somebody get that mouse away from Lou. But uh, yeah, you'd think after that you'd be a little leery staying at uh, Harry's place, right? No, 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 no. Apparently, back in 1978, a, a young fellow by the name of Keith Moon needed a place to crash. Crash. He crashed at <laughs> Harry Nilsson's apartment. And Lou, you're not going to guess what happened. Mama Cass came and sat on his face. <laughs> My God. Took a giant dump. Everybody, please help so us. So what happens after that? <laughs> if Mama Cass and sat then, on your face. And then. What a way to go. Thank you. And then. And then. You're not going to. You're going to find this hard to believe. Keith Moon ended up dead. It's two people in his apartment, Lou. So don't ever, if, if if Harry was still with us, don't ask if he could crash at his place. So that's very strange. Very strange. That oh. is some jacked up shit. Thank you. Well, you just laid up. on us now. That's some jacked up shit. Holy mm. crap, you and your jacked mm. up shit. Dun, 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 dun. Jumping jack shit. Jumping jack shit. Oh, wow. Maybe not. All right, Lou, your turn. Oh, man, I don't have any good ones. Oh, you kidding me? Stop oh, yourself. Stop, Lou. Uh, Lewis, Lewis, please stop. Right now. Oh, my God. Somebody stop him. Okay, I'm going to give like a little baby one. Okay. A baby. <clears throat> a little baby right. one. And, and then <laughs> I will give a longer one. All right, then. On. Right, then. Um. Okay. This story is called, entitled, The Extra Man in Black. Whoa. It's not uncommon for a few guests to be around for recording sessions, but Black Sabbath had a surprise visitor during the recording of Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. (laughs) Speaking uh, for uh, the reunion CD liner notes, Tony Iommi recalled their sessions at Clearwell Castle in Wales, explaining that the band spotted a special visitor one night. We rehearsed in the armory there one night. I was walking down the corridor with Ozzy. We saw this figure in a black cloak, and I said, who's that? And Ozzy said, I don't know. We followed this figure back to the armory, and there was absolutely no one there. Whoever it was had disappeared into thin air. Iomi says the people who owned the castle were well aware about this ghost, which was a surprise to the band. They did have some fun with their encounter. We spent the rest of the time trying to frighten each other by rigging up all kind of like these devices. In the end, we were all petrified and we had to drive home every night rather than stay there. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of defeated the purpose of they scared know, recording themselves. in a castle. <laughs> like fucking, we're not staying here. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, it's a little story about recording Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, and I would imagine Sabbath, any Bloody Sabbath. <laughs> I knew that Sorry, was coming. Um, 
And I'm sure that, including you too, that they recorded in a castle. This was a thing to do. Mm-hmm, the Stones, mm-hmm, do. Zeppelin, you know. I'm sure they could all tell you of uncanny, weird experiences that they had in, in places like that. It sort of seems to evoke something <clears throat> in the human psyche. So, um, right. okay, that's mine. Okay, okay. All right. my turn. <laughs> Sid Vicious. <clears throat> We all know the death. Most of us know the death of Sid Vicious and Nancy Sponge. And yes, yes. Do we need to. Go? We'll go over it in a minute. Okay. Uh, so, October twelfth, nineteen seventy-eight, Sid found Nancy on the bathroom floor of their hotel room. Was she sleeping? Ho- yes, <laughs> forever. <laughs> um, at the hotel, Chelsea. Uh, she was bleeding to death. He was charged with her murder and attempted to commit suicide several times after that. Less than four months later, after completing a detox program, his mother discovered his body. He died of an overdose. Um, there have been reported sightings of him and Nancy at the Hotel Chelsea, usually in uh, his own room at 100, and also in the elevator. Um, some spotted him closing and opening doors, and guests inside uh, room 100 claim they hear the couple arguing, someone playing loud music and even temperature changes. Wow. Um, we had a death pact, and I have, uh, I have to keep up my half of the bargain. Please bury me next to my baby. Bury me in a leather jacket, jeans, and motorcycle boots. Goodbye. Sid Vicious. That's the note that they found on mm. Sid Vicious's body. Um, Damn. The hotel even uh, sells Sid Vicious dolls at the front desk, and they aren't the only ghosts residing there, though. Um, the Chelsea Hotel, it's a cauldron of creativity. Lots of people have stayed there, musicians, actors, writers, Andy Warhol. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that at all. Um, the Chelsea Hotel is a national and state landmark oh, yeah. building mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. the second most haunted place in New York City. The first Dang. is the library, which cool. was in Ghostbusters. Um, the ghost- Ghostbusters! <laughs> <laughs> the first ghost was the ghost of Mary, the what Titanic drug. survivor. This is sort of a two-part thing. It's the Chelsea Hotel and Sid Vicious. Okay, hit it. Sounds good. Um, cool. The ghost of Mary, the Titanic survivor, is spotted there. Uh, they house a lot of the Titanic survivors after the, the tragedy hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is often seen on the west end of the building. Uh, she also hung herself in her own room on the fifth floor, so that's why her ghost is still there forever. Uh, Nadia, the severed head ghost, uh, she flung herself out of the window facing 23rd Street. Before she did that, she cut off her hand with industrial scissors. Ew. That's dedication. She grew up in the Chelsea Hotel. Um, The last one of note is Larry the Hipster Ghost, and he never stops talking. He states that everything in the Chelsea Hotel is real, and once you step outside, it's all an illusion. Never lets any other ghosts talk whenever it's in a... Like ghost talk situation, whenever they sort of analyze mm-hmm. the hotel, and he comes to the front of the ghost gathering so he can talk about his message. So there is like an entire colony of ghosts living there, including Nancy and Sid. Wow! So kind of fun. I kind of want to go there and stay in room one hundred. You should do if it. If you go there, get me one of the dolls. I'll get you a doll. Yes, a Sid, <laughs> Sid vicious doll. Because we don't have those here. No, right? <laughs> That's crazy. All right, Mr. Pittsburgh <laughs> Kevin. Oh, by the way, by the way. What? What are you saying? I What's going on away. There? It is on Pittsburgh Kevin's birthday. What? Yes, he's 29 years old. Again. Yes. And again. And again. <laughs> and again. And so on. <laughs> and so on. I used and to call then. mine the so, 29 the sequel. Oh, that I like so, that. So, uh, happy birthday Why, to thank you. Happy birthday, Pittsburgh, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. And um, so, so thank you. Uh, you have yes. a little story you'd like I to do. relate. So I don't know if you know this. There was a band. Many ah, years. there was a band. There was Just a one. band. I did Just not one. know that there was a band. There was a band. It was called the uh, Beatles. 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 Announcing that correct? But uh, the Beatles, the and of Beatles. course. Uh, 
uh, uh, <laughs> um, a member of the Beatles uh, after they broke up. John Lennon, unfortunately, shot and killed New York City. Very sad. Yes, yes. But John is still with us, apparently. Uh, there has been some very unnerving, well, not unnerving, but just very interesting situations in regards of Mr. Lennon. Uh, one is uh, the remaining Beatles got together in 1995 for a studio session. George Harrison, Ringo Starr, and Paul McCartney were recording Free as a Bird. And when they posed outside for a photograph, a rare white peacock was included in the shot the very last minute. Yeah, very well. Um, so uh, the, the tie-in here is uh, John, um, John San Julian also claimed he has been visited by his father. Uh, it was uh, when he was handed a white feather by an Aborigine tribe leader. Yes, look at that. Get the fuck out of here. But listen to this. <laughs> Before that sounds like bullshit. It is not bullshit. It's true shit, man. <laughs> You're like, true shit, Jack. Anyway. But it's true bullshit. It's true bullshit. Uh, before his death, John told Julian, if anything ever happens to me, look for a white feather and you will know I am there for you, always looking out for you. Uh. Nice. So You're not sweet. getting anything in my will, but um, there you go. But there you go. Here's a feather. <laughs> Put it in your fucking cap. You're welcome. <laughs> just to sort of, uh, that's a cool one, Pittsburgh Kevin. Yes, yes. Pittsburgh Kevin, Pittsburgh Kevin. Mm -hmm. uh, just to uh, sort of mix things up a Don't little bit. Don't say my name three times. I will appear. Um, <laughs> uh, let's let's just kind of run down. I found a cool list on horrornews.net oh. about rock and roll music. Films and like horror films, like yes. Together. All right then. Okay, and the, and some of these are really fun. Some of my seen, some of my have not. I have seen uh, Trick or Treat yes. from 1986. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is a uh, really fun. This kind of campy, you know what I mean? Uh, kind kind of kind of uh, movie. Um, uh, music by Fastway. Basically, the entire soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fast way, uh, fast Eddie Clark and um, uh, Pete Way. Uh, fast Eddie Clark from Motorhead, Pete yes. Way from UFO. Uh, number uh, Queen of the Damned. Um, it's uh, interview because of the interview of the vampire lineage being coveted. Uh, you have to say this is a great rock and roll film. The soundtrack was a hands-down keeper with a rich variety of music artists. Even with recording artists involved, it was still presented as a rock and roll movie uh, with Stuart Townsend playing the role of the vampire Lestat. The movie is a modern take on the Lestat awakening to become a major rock performer. Cool. So Lestat is a rock star. I can kind of mm -hmm. see that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It actually sounds cheesier. Than it really is, and the film Eddie and the Cruisers is somewhat believable in performance. <laughs> the film was noted with its uh, one and only performance by Alia. Is that her name? Alia. Alia, who died shortly yeah. after. Plane crash. Um, like Skinner. Shock 'em Dead from 1991. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Michael ba ba Badio. Yeah. I was hoping they'd the do that one on that the list. Uh, Black Roses from 1988. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare from 1987. That's, with, with that's, Thor. That's with Thor. Oh, with Thor. Woo! So I thought that was yes. Mr. Thor. Suck from 2009. Easily the better film of this batch. Suck is a great 
comedic vampire laced horror movie featuring lead singer Dimitri Coates from the band Burning Brides playing a rather eerie looking fanger. There are plenty of real rock star cameos, uh, but beyond that, this film is essential rock and roll horror film standalone favorite of mine, the author of this article on horrornews.net. Uh, Kiss meets Phantom of the Park. <laughs> of course. What else we can say about that? <clears throat> Rocktober Blood from 1984. A crazed rock singer returns from the dead to murder members of his former band. Yeah, take that, you bastards. Uh, Slaughterhouse Rock. A man visits Alcatraz prison after having dreams about all the people die there. When he gets there, his brother is possessed by an evil cannibal demon. The ghost of a female heavy metal singer who was killed there tries to help the man fight the monster. Wow. Uh, American Satan from 2017. I don't it's think I know that one. A newer one. Wow. Featuring, I think, the Black Veil Brides. Oh. Well, I will watch that then. So, <clears throat> but anyway, it's just a little fun little uh, uh, digression there into uh, some rock and roll themed, horror themed rock and roll films. See. You know, however you want to put that. I get it. Uh, go to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus dot com, guys. Um, you can find all the archives of our. YouTube is. Why am I saying that? Because as we were talking here, I just did a quick Google search on rock and roll horror stories. Look what comes up as number two. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Our podcast that we're doing right now. It's wow. Us. Comes up as number two. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. We're super cool. When does this happen in the film? Now. <laughs> no. <laughs> when? When? Now. now. So up to this point. Matt Reiser is now on. He says hello. Hello, Matt. It's good to see you, buddy. Happy Halloween. Oh. <laughs> So what do you got, Lily V6? Is it my turn already? Sure. All right. So this is a Buddy Holly story. Not the movie. Uh, Buddy Holly was only 22 years old when he died tragically. He was a prominent figure in the rock and roll um, scene and has influenced several legendary musicians, Bob Dylan, Eric Clapton, and the Beatles. He was killed in a plane crash along with fellow, fellow musicians like Richie Valens and uh, the Big Bopper. Because his body was ejected from the plane, he had fractures, lacerations, and a fatal trauma to his head and chest. Several residents near the crash site in Clear Lake, Iowa, claim that they have often seen a phantom plane near the area in addition to some ghostly lights. Wow. Bob Dylan said, I just want to say that one time when I was about 16 or 17, I went to see Buddy Holly play. Um, he was three feet away from, him, away from him, and he claims that he looked right at him. Um, he always feels like when he uh, writes new albums or songs or records or what have you that Buddy Holly is there with him. He always gets like this sort of feeling. Wow. But apparently That's he cool. also haunts uh, his homeroom class in Lubbock High School because there are reports that his music can be heard even if there's nobody in the building and the door is locked. Whoa. So kind of creepy. I think that would be cool, though, to hear his music. Not, yeah. Like, he's not being yeah. malicious. He's just still being creative. Just look outside, see if there's a 57 Plymouth Fury. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that might explain it. I'm just saying. But that's actually worse. <laughs> so Legit. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I am uh, trying to find this article that I was reading earlier this week. Yeah. And I am having a hell of a time finding it because it didn't... Because there's the story that I want to talk about is... Oh, I found it. Okay. The Mentors. Originally the me formed in Seattle in 76, the Mentors moved to Los Angeles in 79, quickly gained notoriety in the hard rock scene. I'm doing a little 6 I'm reading from my phone. <laughs> the band members, guitarist Sicky Wifebeater, bassist <laughs> Daughtry Heathen Scumbag, wow. drummer, singer El Duche all wore executioner masks and played what they called rape rock. Their unabashedly Ooh. disgusting songs 
included titles like Golden Showers, mm. On the Rag. I've heard this. Service Me or Be Smacked. Huh. <laughs> Due to the extreme nature of their act, the mentors had a limited following, became widespread national media attention. They appeared on the Jerry Springer of show, course. no shit, yep. and were named uh, in the bill championed by Tipper Gore in 1985 to put warning labels mm. on album covers. Nice job. In the 1998 documentary, this is where it gets kind of really spooky. Uh-huh. <clears throat> in the 1998 documentary, Kurt and Courtney El Duce, whose real name was Eldon Hoke, claimed that yes. Courtney Love offered him $10,000 to kill Kurt Cobain. That's why I know the name. There you go. <laughs> Days after the interview, Hoke performed his last show, April 18, 1997. Hoke par- uh, partied hard after the show and... During the night, he stumbled drunkenly onto a set of railroad tracks and was struck by a train. It is unclear if this was an accident or a suicide. Mm. That's how I knew the name. I'm like, I know yeah. this. So I thought that that was the story I was looking for <clears throat> that I wanted to, uh, you guys to check out because um, I think that's like that's like a two-parter. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. some of the ones you were doing. Yeah. Like, you know, like these guys do this really whacked out act and then <laughs> and then, then it gets tied in with, you know, the Courtney, death of Kurt like Cobain. It's like... Yeah, crazy. Uh, was there something you wanted to talk about on? Was somebody doing something? Oh yeah, online? yeah. Do we have anybody? Oh, um, Charlie Doyle says hi. Hey, Charlie. Charlie. How you doing, Charlie? Hello, Charlie. <laughs> but that's all. Charlie. Now, Sorry, Charlie. Oh my God. <laughs> People don't want tuna with good taste. People want tuna that tastes good. All right, Cheer we up, are you doing a commercial? <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't get Star paid for this. would like to sponsor my show. I'll be happy. To Look, Schooner Tuna. It's the oh tuna my of god! Hearts. I hate you. Why? I just watched that. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Really? I was going through my collection. With the I'm like, what are we watching? Yeah. Ah. Back when Terry Gar was hot. Oh, Lou, why did you say that? Stop. That was mean. She's okay today. I know. <laughs> I know. Dude, there's a. You know, she's in an episode of Star Trek. Which Star Trek? Uh, the original. The original? Yeah, yes, a, you're right. She's in an episode with that. That you know, is G- right. It's a story. It's one about Gary Seven. Um, wow. <clears throat> and um, she's freaking cute as all get out. Cute as a little button. Cute as a button. Yeah, she's great in that. But uh, we digress. So, Rock yes. and Roll Horror Story. It's you. Hara! Hara! I don't know. It's not me. It's 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 not She pointed at me. I just did one. She pointed the pen at me, sir. (laughs) Sir. Go ahead. Sir. Go ahead, Pittsburgh Kevin Van Sir. (laughs) It's his birthday. It's your birthday. Are you birthing? I am birthing. Would you like your watch? No. All right. Um, (laughs) So I don't know if it's a horror, but it's just kind of weird, kind of paranormal, kind of spooky. I don't know. But... uh, there's a band. <laughs> Why do I start all my stories out like that? There's a band, uh, Leonard Skinner and everybody. I know that one. Leonard Sky Skinner. Night. Yes, yes. Well, I, my mind might be different. I don't know. But um, um, I probably oh, have a lot of the same. Yeah, Go probably. <laughs> we. I, I was gonna. I was gonna tie my whole Sid and Nancy story into our previous podcast. Remember our previous yes, podcast about yes. yeah groupies and how sometimes groupies not so good. But, it's um, not so good. Yeah, <laughs> but not so good. All but right, anyway. get along. All right, here we go then. Uh, Ronnie Van Zant always had this premonition that he was going to die young. Uh, he told everybody, I'm going to die young, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So um, October 20th, the anniversary just passed. October 20th, oh, 1977. Wow. Uh, they take off, uh, you know, going to a gig. Uh, there's uh, some problems with the plane. The plane is going down. They know it's going down. Ronnie was in the back of the plane. 
had he stayed in the back of the plane, probably would have survived because that's where most of the survivors were. He got up as the plane's going down and walked down the aisle and just smiled at everyone and went to the front of the plane. And when the plane hit, that's when that's when he died. Mm. So he knew it's like almost his destiny. It <clears throat> it was his density. I'm your density. Lorraine. Um, well, yes. to, can I add to that? Yes, no, please. I'm going to add something, too. I have yes. to say about it as well. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, the previous people who were supposed to be on that plane was Aerosmith, That's but right. they, they declined like, it. They were like, fuck that plane. Yeah. We're going <laughs> on that They're job. like, no, we're There's not getting on that plane. There's a good documentary room. about it. Yes. Lily really? and I watched it. And with, what, did Eric watch with us or Stu? I think you were here, weren't you? Oh, the, the Artemis Pyre yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. Here. yeah. Yeah, and we were texting yeah. Artemis while we were Yes. Yeah. Name dropping, but it's okay. He's awesome. He is awesome. But yes, it was supposed to be Aerosmith's plane first. They said hell to the no and passed. Give it to Skinner. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They're it's crazy. <laughs> Them hill belly down. No, no, did that happen to be on an airplane? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them things that fly in the sky. We don't get on one of them and go all the gig. That was cool. Wait, we don't have to drive? Dang. All right. Dang. How no. come I got a hole inside it? <laughs> and we're going to be getting sued by Mrs. Van Zandt if she ever oh, watches no. this. No. She's an angry lady. Um, oh, no, I tell you what, man, yes, I would love is. it, man. I would get I would get a lawyer and I would have a good time with that. Yep. I would, we would be We'd doing be podcasts in the court and everything. In the court. Right. <laughs> Going live. This is the Lily Six Live at the Washington County Courthouse. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where yeah, what's where it would Probably be. Probably Los Angeles. <laughs> <clears throat> um, wow. But uh, I want to add to the story as well. This, this is a. There is. This is such a big thing that happened in music. All the way to the point. Do you know? Do you guys know that there is a rock opera about the Skinner? Plane crash? No, I did not know the that. The drive-by truckers have an oh, album called okay. Southern Rock Opera. Yes, and it is all about that about Skinnerd and all that. And they have a song called now this now this goes right. This definitely goes with horror. They have a song called Betamax Guillotine. Oh no! And oh, there God. is a sort of like urban legend or whatever mm-hmm. that there was a Betamax machine on a shelf. Yep. <clears throat> and when the plane crashed, it came down and it decapitated Ronnie Van Zandt. Mm. Wow. So they wrote a song called Betamax Guillotine. Wow. Actually, Matt Reiser would like to add to this story. Oh, the boy. The Skinner plane was originally based here in Washington, Pennsylvania. The plane belonged to Jessup Steele. Well, no way. Uh, and you would know uh, because he you a are you're a pilot. pilot. <laughs> he also sent me a Buddy Holly story via Messenger. Do you want me to read that? Yeah. You know what? Why the hell not? Yeah. This show is like a Halloween <laughs> show. Gosh darn it. Golly gee. Well, a curse. Uh, well, Read me a story, Lily. Which I did know the story. I just didn't mention. Waylon Jennings was the basis for Buddy Holly's band the night of the plane crash. Mm-hmm. Waylon gave up his seat on the plane as he fell ill with the flu. So Buddy took his place. Waylon chose to stay on the bus that had broken that had a broken heater. Holly joked that Jennings to Jennings that I hope you freeze to the next stop. Wayland's final hordes to Buddy where I hope your plane crashes. Oh. The plane crashed less than a half an hour later. Yeah. Oh, you would have to feel a little. <laughs> like shit. Just a little bad. <laughs> like, damn. Wish I didn't say that. Hey, pass me that Jack Daniels. Right. <laughs> wow. Sugar. Wow. <laughs> Sir. Yep. Yeah, Wayland was a cricket. <laughs> Buddy Holly in the cricket. Yeah. Right? He was a cricket. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if I'd want to be called that, but yeah. I'm a cricket. Are you? Um, no, I don't. I I use Android. I do not use a cricket. 
<laughs> but you've been to the cricket club. I've been to the cricket store. Oh, and yeah. I quickly <laughs> left. Store. You haven't been to the cricket club. I see how you got right out of that one, Lou. <laughs> there you go. Yikes! Listen. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Kevin. Yeah. You, got, you do. Is there anything? Would you like anything else you'd like to talk about? No. I'm a scared <laughs> now. I'm a scared. I'm a scared. I'm a scared. I'm a scared that that that, 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 that the Miss Van Zant will come after me. Okay, I alluded to this one in the in the beginning. Uh-huh. Is it my turn? It is yeah. your turn. <clears throat> um, Graham Parsons was an American musician. Oh, yeah. Was well, wasn't very well known, but his hybrid of rock, country, and folk that he called cosmic American music was incredibly influential. He played with bands like the International Submarine Band, The Birds, The Flying Burrito Brothers, before he released a solo album called GP. Parsons was preparing for a uh, tour scheduled to begin October in 1973 when he took a detour to visit Joshua Tree National Park before hitting the road. The park had become one of Parsons' favorite places, and he even told his friends that uh, when he died, he wanted to be cremated and have his ashes scattered uh, at Cap Rock. That time would come a lot sooner than anyone expected when Parsons was found unresponsive in his room after consuming a lethal combination of morphine and alcohol and pronounced dead in the hospital on September 19th, 1973. Despite his wishes, his stepfather wanted Parsons' body to be sent back to New Orleans where he had uh, planned a private ceremony to which none of Parsons' music friends were invited. Hmm. Determined to keep his promise to his friend, Phil Kaufman stole Parsons' body (laughs) from the airport as it was being shipped and took it on a road trip to Cap Rock. He, uh, there, excuse me, there, he and a a friend poured 19 liters, five gallons, of gasoline over uh, the body and threw a match into the coffin. This caused a huge fireball, which uh, didn't incinerate the body, but did draw the attention of the police. (laughs) Kaufman and his accomplice were arrested two days later, but since there was no law against stealing a dead body, they were simply fined $750 for stealing the casket. The remains (laughs) of Parsons' body were shipped back and burned in... Buried in Louisiana. Wow. To yeah. add to that, the hotel where he died, which is the Joshua Tree Inn, uh, you can still, it's still in operation, and you can request to stay in the room where he died. It's room number eight. It displays the mirror and a photograph that were on the wall the night of Parsons' death, and some people re- report encounters with Parsons' ghost during their stays at the inn. He was, he was like one of these um, guys <laughs> who was like a musician's musician. A lot of Lou Harris and a lot of people really... Um, Really loved him and he influenced people like Dwight Yoakam and, and folks like that uh, later on. Um, but not necessarily a household name, but one of those names, if you're kind of a music aficionado, even if you don't know his music, you've heard other people talk about how much they love Grandpa, the Eagles, you know, mm-hmm. every, everybody loved mm-hmm. him. Um, so we are talking rock and roll horror stories. Um, and we're just having a really good time doing it. We love Halloween. We're having a few drinks. I hope you, that you are too. Go! Don't forget to go to LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. And uh, th- there's all kind of cool stuff there. Uh, our bios are there, which are really fun and funny, as well as our coll- uh, um, a, uh, our library of uh, YouTube stuff. So you get to see us act like words and see us, you know, gain <laughs> weight, lose weight, grow beards, lose beards, all kind of stuff. Um, WolfsCustoms.online, <laughs> by the way, guys, don't forget. Uh, we love those guys. Um, RockRidgeRadio.com. So, what's next? Myth, 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 myth,
Who's that? I think. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, by the way, listen, we always forget because we take it for granted that it's video, but most people are just like listening. And Lily is the only one here dressed in a true Halloween costume. Right. Got, it's like a uh, witch thing. No, no, no. I'm no. dressed as myself. Oh. No, I just no, forgot I'm, my ride. I've got a costume. <laughs> hmm. I'm the invisible man. He's a ah, See what I did there? <laughs> like, no, you know no, what? No. That is completely and totally. Yeah. Inexcusable. Yeah. And you're Scott Ian again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So Lily V6 is going to give us the next spoon. Do it, Lily. Do it. Well, we're going to talk right. about Elvis Presley. And that's you. Only 42, 42 years old when reports came then and he was that he died of sudden heart failure. Plenty of speculation surrounding his death. Though. That was his heart failing. <laughs> and some say well, the cause. The toilet. What do you expect? Oh, that's so sad. Stop. Some say that the cause is an overdose due to a number of prescription drugs found in his system. It was devastating for fans, and uh, <laughs> there are still many people who believe he's still alive. He is one of the most cited deceased legends in rock history out there. No, he uh, just went home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are various ghost sightings. Wow. There are various ghost sightings, um, <laughs> claims of him in hallways at Graceland Mansion. Uh, another story goes that in the old building, which was used to be, which used to be the RCA record studio, but was converted into a TV production facility where Elvis Presley recorded Heartbreak Hotel. Strange things would happen when Elvis's name is mentioned. <laughs> yeah, somebody would sound like they're sneezing. I guess. That is strange. <laughs> the crew members in the studio claim I'm that, better at the sound effects thing. Claim that during a show, when someone mentions the king's name, the sound system would produce an unexplainable noise, or the lights would turn off. You know, stuff that happens in horror movies. Oh, sorry, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's strange. Um, Did you guys hear that strange noise? <laughs> you don't do a good. No, I don't. I didn't uh, say it. Here's so so the story that I heard is that he had eaten like seven deep fried peanut butter and <laughs> oh, come bacon on. and banana sandwiches. Peanut butter he and banana sandwiches. He choked on a ham fried. sandwich that Mama Cass gave him. He didn't he didn't well he choked, but he didn't choke in a way you think. No. He then he was called the call of nature came upon him. Yes. And he sat down there and he had a fucking The king giant, was on his throne. The king. The king had a king he had to he had he he had to pass this beast. Yes. And the beast got him. Yes, it did. Yeah, he's got. He was just. He was like. He was gummed up with all that peanut butter and ba- bananas <laughs> and shit. Bacon. So don't and listen. Banana. Don't push too hard. And oh, yeah, I'm telling you guys. Don't, yeah, I'm telling you. Just take it easy. And he fell forward and was on his face. Oh, so it was a one very go. dignified That's not a way, way for the king to go. With a big like you know Grogan hanging out. I'm so sorry. I can't even believe you said that. Remember, I'm not shocked by much, but there it was, right there. <laughs> views expressed by the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Views expressed on Ludini Rock and Roll Circus are so not necessarily not those of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm wound up. Okay. Wow, sir. Top that, Pittsburgh Kevin. I can't. I can't. By the way, I want to. I want to because this my. Uh, the stuff I've been reading from has been from a couple different articles. Mine's from listverse.com, and the other one was from uh, Horror News, uh, j- just so that like that people come across this and say, hey, you're reading my shit. You guys did great content. We're just, you know, 
We're just passing it on. Go ahead, Pittsburgh Kevin. All right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go all the way back, and I'm gonna use Let's my. Let's go all the way. I'm gonna use my blues man voice because we're going all the way back. Here we go. I know you know. Man. Yeah. Yep. I know. That's it. right. Man by the name of Robert Johnson. Oh, he's on my list too. Now listen here, Robert Johnson was a <laughs> blues player. He wasn't a very good guitarist, but as legend would have it, he went on down to the crossroads, and that is where he met. The devil. Get the fuck out of here. Lou. Um, I wasn't there. Lou. You, <laughs> you're not the devil. You're a little angel. Right. Anyway, he met the devil and made a deal with the devil. And he said, devil, I don't want to play She guitar. said, hey, devil. <laughs> Listen, devil. <laughs> Listen here. Listen, devil. This isn't verbatim. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He said, look here, devil. Uh, I would like to play guitar. And the devil said... He said, look, devil, you sound funny. And he said. <laughs> wow. He said, look here, devil. So I will sell my soul to you if you let me play guitar. And the devil said, all right. And so he did. Now, here's the thing. There's a lot of controversy on how Mr. Johnson left this planet. But uh, basically, he drank some poison whiskey. We don't know how he got it. Where he got it, when he got it. Oh, well, devil. we do know when he got it. It was uh, 1938. And he left this planet at the age of 27. He initiated the 27th He's the founding member. Yep. He's a, that's right. Because he sold his dough, sold his dough, sold his soul to the devil. And thank you very much. Yeah, it's in my bag of tricks up at the house. Is that what you call that? Yes. All the souls. <laughs> Your bag of tricks. I have Robert <laughs> Johnson's soul. Yeah. I have a lot of people right I'll tell you what, guys. If you send me ninety nine ninety seven, I will send you Robert Johnson's soul in like a little bottle. Yeah, he, he yeah. won't get it. Don't, don't uncork it though. Yeah, you can't uncork it. No, no, no. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do none of that. That would, no, sir. That would have all kind of problems, and you know, this one of them things that would just give you problems. Mm-hmm. You don't need problems. No, you do not. Okay, so this one involves one of my favorite people. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Manson's Houses of Holy. Many, uh, again, this, this is from loudwire.com, Rockstar Experiences, Paranormal Ghosts. Uh, many a band have recorded hit records at the Harry Houdini house. Okay, speaking of going to mansions and castles mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the mansion does have a spooky history. Ooh. Twiggy Ramirez. <laughs> Twiggy Ramirez. <laughs> and John Five relayed some of their experiences recording Marilyn Manson's Holy Wood album to Guitar Magazine, recalling some potentially paranormal experiences. Ramirez recalled, I spent the night there once, and in the morning I heard people downstairs. I heard someone playing the piano. I thought the crew had arrived. I figured it must have been uh, Bon, uh, one of our engineers, uh, who used to be in this band, who used to be in a band, and he was their piano player. I got up, and there was no one down there. Ten minutes later, Bon showed up, and I asked him if he was playing the piano. He said, "Uh, what are you talking about? I just got here. I don't know if he was pulling my leg or if some dead babies were playing the piano. Whoa. <laughs> John Five shared a story that was a little more convincing. One time, our co-producer Dave Sardi was in the kitchen, and he was walking back into the living room. 
there were curtains uh, separating the two rooms, and he bumped into somebody behind the curtain saying, oh, gee, I'm sorry. But when he opened the curtains, there was no one there. So there was something going on in that house. Uh, There were so many rooms, tons of rooms in this place. Nobody in their right mind would want to stay there overnight. So that's a little in, uh, interesting yes. story there involving uh, Marilyn Manson and both uh, his uh, great guitar players, Twiggy and uh, John. Wow. Tame compared to his normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It didn't have anything to do with Marilyn Manson itself at all. No. <laughs> Which is probably why it was tame. My next story is Jim Morrison story. Jimmy. Ah, Jimmy Morrison. Ah. He's a nice boy. He had a long-standing fascination with the sh- uh, shamanism and the spirit world. He even wrote the poem, The Ghost Song. So him making a comeback to probably scare off his former bandmates is something Jim would do. You have spikes on your shoes? I do. Now I'm really scared. You should be. I just happen to look down. <laughs> I'm like, ay, ay, um, The Doors' Ray Manzarek said in one interview, I have a reoccurring dream. Jim has just returned from France where he died in 71 and has accomplished what he went there for in the first place, to rest, get clean, change his rock star lifestyle. We talked about where he'd been and what he'd been doing. I asked him if he'd been working on any new material, and he just and just before he answers, I wake up. When I first told Robbie about it, he said, yeah, me too. I had the same dream. Mm. The thing is, <clears throat> if we believe Ray, we'd have to be 100% certain Jim's really dead, because according to some crazy conspiracy theories, he faked his death and is currently living in seclusion. So No, he, he came back as Billy Idol. <laughs> or that. <laughs> but Jim Morrison's bandmates might not be the only ones visited by the Doors singer. Uh, rock historian Brett Meisner revealed that in 1997, while stopping at the Perry Lachey, I'm always going to screw this up, Perry Lachey Cemetery Lachey. in oh, Paris. Oh, 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 oh. You knew it was coming, Lily, huh? Charlotte the Moose. You go ahead. I'm so go glad ahead. I had Pepe Le Pew oh. on either side of me. <laughs> he had a, oh wait, Pepe Le Pew's band now, sorry. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, he sorry. had a photo taken of the grave. Five years later, coming across the photo, there appeared to be a chilling image in the shot that looks to be this looks to be like the singer himself. Uh, Miser told the Express that while thousands of people have visited the grave, nobody has captured this strange image. He sent the photo um, and negative for extensive analysis, but so far no one has been able to explain the mid- the image that was captured. Yeah. You can find the image online. I don't see anything. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> a trick of uh, light was ruled out and image manipulation also appeared unlikely. Uh, the historian believes that uh, he was cursed by revealing the image, stating that his marriage broke down and he lost a close friend to a drug overdose soon after. Part of me wishes that I never stepped foot into the graveyard in the first place. I'm partly to blame for talking about it in the first place. I should have kept it to myself. Meisner said he had visitors come to his home uh, with messages from Jim, and while it uh, while at first it was interesting to see the uh, the bond people had with the photo, he vows or he now views it as a negative vibe. So he's now cursed forever. Wow! Dang! Yeah. Damn! Damn! Doesn't surprise me with Jimmy. <laughs> uh, you got one quick one for us, Pittsburgh Kevin. Yeah, you I'm done. You're done. I'm spent. He quit. I'm spent. He blew, he blew his load. Oh! <sighs> Shot his wad. Johnny wad. Johnny wad. <laughs> The Johnny Wads. There's a band name. There you the Johnny Wads. <laughs> Write them down. Uh, so Don't anyways, forget. guys, happy Halloween to everybody. Go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com and uh, check out our archives and all kind of fun links there, including our merch. Um, RockRageRadio.com and WolfsCustoms.online. Now it is time for This Day in Music. Okay. What the Beatles do. The, the, okay, do you want to know? There is a Beatles thing. Of course there is. 
Uh, the Beatles kicked off their first tour of Sweden. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that, Lou. And they I'm are not so good. They look so cute. Carl Stads. I don't know. I'm not even. Sunsten. No. Sunsten. Wait, no, let me see it. No, no. Let me see that's it. Not in wasting time. It's the Beatles. That's the Beatles, the Beatles did something. and it, Something did. Some, one of them wiped their asses. <laughs> This is the first appear to this day in music in 1964. This is the first time the Rolling Stones ever appeared on the uh, Ed Sullivan mm. Show, which was a you know at the time in the 60s was a big deal. the place yeah. where people tuned in to see what was what was gonna be the next hot thing. On this day, now this is a guitarist uh -huh. that I think um, just somebody has a YouTube channel where they talk about like guitarists that like people sort of forgotten about mm -hmm. or have fallen by the wayside or whatever. And you guys know you know who Jeff Healy is. Kill yeah, sure. You know, yes. you know, you know Jeff Healy. On uh, this day in 1966, age seven months old, Jeff Healy had his right eye surgically removed and subsequently his left eye four months later in place with artificial ones mm -hmm. uh, necessitated by a form of cancer of the eyes. Ooh. Jeez. Three years later, Healy was given his first guitar by his father at the age of thir and at the age of thirteen, the Canadian guitarist formed his first band, Blue Direction. Yeah, wow. yeah, he was like a kind of a mu musical prodigy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was. Um, on this day in '68, uh, Zeppelin played a gig at Surrey. Uh, although there are unconfirmed reports of earlier shows, this appears to be the band's first gig with their new name after initially performing as the New Yardbirds. Hmm. Oh, interesting. On this day in 1969, the Archies, Sugar Sugar, yeah, was baby. at number one on the UK charts. I love that song. That's all I can do. Um, okay, on this day in 19... That sounded, that sounded like it felt good. Yeah. Uh, 1970, on this day, President Nixon uh, asked programmers to ban all songs containing drug references. <laughs> Stop Lily. yourself. Good job. Listen to Lily, she's great. <laughs> and let's get Elvis to be our drug czar. <laughs> um, Barbara. 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 Which one? Streisand. Oh, yes. Uh, scored her fourth U.S. number one album, Guilty. Also on this day, Streisand starred a, uh, started a three-week run at number one UK uh, singles charts with a song written by the Bee Gees, uh, uh, Woman in Love, yep. the singer's right. only UK number one hit. Wow. Um, bon Jovi went to number one in the US album chart this day in 1986, Slippery When Wet. <laughs> you Give Love a Bad Name, Living on a Prayer of Classics. Hey, what, what are you doing um, there, Will? Come on now. Ro you guys didn't know who Roger Miller was? Now that I'm reading it, yes. He sang King of the Road. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. And a bunch of us, it was, a, you know, he won, won 11 Grammy Awards as a songwriter. Oh. Wow. Yeah. No idea. Um, <laughs> after a falling over a uh, falling over on stage when reaching for his guitar pick, Johnny Cash announced this day in 1997 during a gig in Michigan that he was suffering from Parkinson's disease. Oh. Wow. Uh, that's a kind of a sad, a sad one. Yes. Um, I think that is probably Michael J. Michael J. Fox. No. Okay, I just throw it out there. On uh, this day in 2012, Michael J. Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael J. Jackson. Thank you. Power Pittsburgh. of suggestion. Uh, top, uh, Forbes magazine said that uh, Jackson topped their list of highest earning dead musical celebrities, 
earning $145 million in the past year. After he was freaking wow. dead. After he was dead, yeah. Uh, ranked number two with Elvis, who had $55 million. So, so he was way ahead, ahead of Elvis. Mm-hmm. Way. And, he, and, this, and Elvis was way ahead of Bob Marley, who was number three. Yeah. Wow. I remember um, hearing um, Courtney Love talk about how Nirvana is still a business. Mm-hmm. On, I didn't yeah, think yeah. about it. They still have and meetings. And she was talking about yeah. like they have to have like meetings, and yeah. she has to talk to to, to Nova Selleck and Grohl, and it's not always fun. Yeah, I've heard those <laughs> meetings went real well or go yeah. really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have some we have some birthdays. Oh. The incomparable and seventies icon Helen Reddy was born this day in 1941. I don't know if you know this, but uh, she is woman. There you go. That's all. <laughs> Do we have any? Do we have any Yes fans out there? Owner of a Lonely Heart yes. and Fragile and yes. all those great albums. Uh, yes. John Anderson was born this day in 1944. Nice. Everybody. Love somebody. Love somebody <laughs> sometimes. Uh, no, I, this is the wrong. I never mind. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say because you guys will laugh at how dumb I am. That's okay. Uh, 1948. <laughs> I'll tell you guys after the show. 1948. The happy birthday uh, on this day, uh, Glenn Tipton from oh, Judas Priest. Wow. 1948. He's old. Yep. Uh, Matthias Jobs. 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 Yeah, is it from Jabs? Scorps. It's yeah. Jobs. Is it Jobs? Yep. I believe that's how you pronounce Chad it. Chad yeah, Smith, right, the yeah. drummer for the Chili Peppers and a bunch of other very Give it away, give it away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, really. Wor- uh, played on the last Aussie album. Yep. Cool. With, uh, yeah, yeah, with the, with Duff McKagan. Mm. That's a cool rhythm section. Duff mm-hmm. McKagan and um, Chad Smith. Heck yeah. Well, I'd rock out to that. Hell to the yeah. And Katy Perry. <laughs> former Christian rock singer. <laughs> now no Stop. Shake them boobies. What? Who said that? So we um so at guys, all right, real quick before we go before we wrap up for Tuesday, what we're gonna do them. Any comments you want to re- reference to? <clears throat> um nothing that I haven't already read. Okay. Um <laughs> I want if you have the three of us the three of us, if you have any kind of spooky weird thing that ever happened to you, if or that you know of in your family or something like that, if you would like to share it. Could we go around the room and do that? Yes, yes. We'll start with Pittsburgh Kevin. All right, so uh, as you know, my, my brother passed away uh, many years ago. Uh, <clears throat> I'm in my uh, in my dining room looking at my dad, and my mom came around the corner behind me and walked down into the basement. I'm still talking to my dad, and she was behind me. A few minutes later, my mom came down from upstairs, walked behind me, and started heading toward the basement. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You you just came down here and walked past me. She goes, no, I was upstairs. I'm like, no, no, no. I heard you and felt you as you passed me go downstairs. And she looked at me she, she, and she said, that was your brother. All right. Maybe. That's okay. All right. That's one of those. It's um, er, almost everybody has some like story yeah. in their family or something about some some. You know, something that happened, but Lily V6. Well, apparently when uh, my grandfather died when I was three, I had a dream, and I told my mother this. I don't recall the dream, but I told my mother that he took me by the hand and walked me through this garden and told me that he was going to be okay. Now, my grandmother, his wife, when she died when I was 19, I was waiting for something similar for her to reassure me that she was okay, and she did. She came into my house. She was dressed all in white. She sat down in my chair, crossed her legs, and said, what's going on? 
what you doing? You good? I'm good. We're all good. And then that was it. So I kind of feel like that was her thing, too. I thought you were going to so. say, but cool. Grandma was very naughty. And she appeared to me like in flames and chains going like, no. <laughs> no, my grandma was cool. Um, I will also share a grandparent uh, thing. My uh, grandfather on my uh, mother's side of the family, Pappy Zink, uh, he... Uh, very, very practical, pragmatic, mm-hmm. no BS kind of guy. You know, worked in a coal mine, worked on a garbage truck, just trying to feed his family. It really wasn't religious. My grandmother was all about, you know, going to church. And Pappy was like, eh, whatever. Christmas yeah. and Easter, I'm good. And um, he told me that um, when they were very, very young, they were a young couple, they, as a lot of young people did, you know, to, before they could get really established on their own, they lived with my grandmother's parents. And so did, like, her sister, her husband, and, you know, so it was like a few of them all living in this big house. Mm-hmm. And um, he, my, they had all, uh, they, they lived, they, there was this bathroom, and in this bathroom was a door that went up to the attic. It was like, you know, it was an old house. You know, they did weird shit. And, you know, Pappy said he went in there. He says, he just took down his pants. He was going to do some, you know, he was going to drop a deuce. Sure. And he <laughs> heard somebody on the other side of that attic door walking around whistling. Oh. He said, Louie, I didn't even finish what I was doing. <laughs> I pulled up my pants and I got the heck out of there. <laughs> yep. So, you know, and I think every everybody's family, there's like a couple stories. Like we have a bunch of them, but I just wanted to pick one that I thought would be kind of easy to tell. But hey, um, hey Lou, real quick, here's a real crazy one, right? The other day, I was walking around in my in my kitchen, and there was like thumps from the from the floor. It was scary, Lou. <laughs> Why are you looking at Lily? Because <laughs> Lily lives under your floor. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you mean Lily, when I was Lily's like yeah, Lily's exactly. like the troll in the Billy Goat's Gruff. She <laughs> she lives under the floor. Can I be a pretty <laughs> troll? <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> like, but like, I mean, like you're like evil. Oh well, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you like you fine. like that evil stuff. I see your Facebook. <laughs> oh my. She's all about the evil stuff. It's not that evil. It's just a little bit evil. Just a little evil. Just a little evil. What's a little evil amongst friends? Right? That's right. Honestly. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, don't forget to go to wolfscustoms.online, rockrageradio.com, and especially uh, Ludini, the Ludini, uh, excuse me, Ludini oh, Rock and Roll Circus.com or LulombardiMusic.com. All kinds of cool stuff, free downloads, access to archives, and uh, just a lot of fun. And uh, let us know if you would like to be a part of the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, shoot me an email at lou at lulombardiMusic.com. We are uh, looking for uh, guests to sit in with us. We have some folks in mind that you know we've been talking to. But uh, you know, if you got something interesting going on, we'd love to have you. Uh, so reach out to us uh, for that. Lily has a show on Rock Rage Radio. I do. Hot Licks with Lily Six Thursdays at six p.m. Eastern. Go to RockRageRadio.com or download the app for free. Rock Rage Radio. Oh, okay. That's Pittsburgh, all I got. Kevin. <laughs> uh, if anybody wants to send me some money for my birthday, that'd be awesome. Ha- happy birthday to Thank Pittsburgh, you. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> birthday. 
It's just been uh, it's been fun. So it was a good day. You guys have a good time today. Yeah. Yes. Hope everybody enjoyed themselves. We did too. Uh, and on that happy note, have a happy Halloween, everybody. And we'll catch you all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Door, I'm going to